Today's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash BrainsOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. Hi, welcome to Stink. We put the fun back in foot funk. (laughs) Seriously, though, let me know if you want to try on any shoes. I personally recommend our new line of athletic stinkers. The smells are on point. Okay, thanks. Oh, hey, Mark. I didn't know you liked stinks, too. Yeah, well, I somehow outgrew all my shoes. The only ones I can wear are these neoprene booties from my wetsuit. Me, too. I can only fit my feet in these wooden clogs right now. Do you think it was the experiments we were doing in the lab? Maybe it was when we were trying to grow a tomato that tastes like a pear. Hmm. It it, it could have also been those tests we were doing to try to make our toes as sticky as gecko toes. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I hope my feet get back to normal. But I guess the upside is checking out some new foot smells. Here at Stink, our motto is, if you want to perform like the greats, having feet that smell like theirs is the first step. Hmm... I'm, I'm thinking of trying the Serena Williams, but maybe I should go with the Venus. I don't know. And the historical line is pretty cool, too. I wonder how they figured out what Gandhi's feet smelled like. Oh, we actually have the world's leading stink scientists, and they've developed a cutting-edge technique for recreating the foot scent of just about anybody. There's even talk of them winning a nose bell prize. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, so, uh... Ready to try something on? I'd love to smell the Serena's, please. And I'll give the Lin-Manuel Miranda's a shot. Thank you. Here we are. Great choices. So earthy. And can you get that? The nose. That really great finish. These are, in fact, two of my personal favorite foot smells. Wow. With these shoes, I might have a couple of Broadway musicals in me. Ah, yeah. I may never be able to play Wimbledon, but I smell like I could. Uh, hey, Molly, what's up? Oh, I'm here with Lilia. Mark, urgent news. You know the elixir you made to keep tacos upright at all times? Yeah, taco stand cement. We've been testing it, and it turns out it makes your feet grow. Ah, man, that's what it was. (laughs) But luckily, it wears off after 71 hours and 37 and a half minutes. That's great, because we did those experiments 24, 48, exactly 71 hours and 36 minutes ago. Ah, bummer. I guess our feet will be back to normal soon, and we won't need new shoes after all. That's too bad. But you know, like we say around here, like a toenail fungus, those shoes ain't going anywhere. We don't actually say that. It's an HR violation. Anyway, come on back, though, when you're ready for the odor 
of your idols. Those shoes were pretty amazing. I know! Who knew there were so many different feet smells? Yeah, I wonder how they figured out all those people's foot stinks. And then, how did they get the smells in the shoes? Is it like a, a spray, or is it like built into the fabric, maybe? Or, or maybe the little... little... You're listening to Brains On from American Public Media. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is Lilia from Minneapolis. Hi, Lilia. Hey, Molly. So you have been listening to this podcast for a long time. You sent us your first question, I think, five years ago, which is really amazing. And you recently sent us a letter asking us to do a show about body odor. And what specifically did you want to know? I wanted to know why certain parts of our body smell particularly worse than others? <laughs> it's a really good question. And I really I should also say that your letter was very beautifully illustrated. And you can see that drawing on our Instagram, brains underscore on. And in this drawing, you singled out three different smells. Stinky armpits, stinky breath, and stinky feet. Yes, and you are not the only one who wanted to know about these smells. Hi, my name is Pax. My name is Isaac. And we are from Los Angeles, California. Why do socks smell stinky after you wear them? Hi, my name is JL, and I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Why are armpits sellier than the rest of the body? My name is Marshall, and I'm from Ithaca, New York, and my portion is why are armpits stinky? My name is Nicholas, and my name is Isaiah. We are from Chino Hills, California. Our question is why do feet smell? We will sniff out the nuances of these different smells in a bit. But first, did you know these three different odors all come from the same source? They come from bacteria. Bacteria are tiny living things. So tiny, in fact, that each bacterium, that's how you say one bacteria, is made up of just one cell. And these cells come in all shapes and sizes. Some are shaped like rods. Others are shaped like balls. Some are even shaped like corkscrews. And they're so tiny, you would need a microscope to see them. Which might be a good thing, because guess what? You are covered in bacteria. In fact, if somehow you had super amazing zoom vision, you would see microscopic organisms on every inch of your body. Not just bacteria, but also viruses and fungi. We call all these teensy thingies microbes. The rough estimates put us at about one trillion, actually, microbes living on the surface of our skin. That's Larice Flowers. She studies the microbes that hang out on our skin as a molecular microbiologist at the University of Pennsylvania. We also have microbes living inside of us, and this motley crew of microbes has a pretty cool name. We call it your microbiome. When you count up all the microbes in and on our bodies, there are 10 times more microbes than there are cells that make up your body. And don't be icked out. They're actually super friendly and important. Scientists are just starting to learn about how they help us. Here's Dr. Heidi Kong, a dermatologist and scientist who studies these little thingies. Even though some microbes can cause infections, there are likely many good things that our microbes are doing. There have been some studies that have shown that our regular bacteria may protect us from other more infection-causing bacteria from taking hold or 
staying in and on our bodies. So these friendly microbes protect us from unfriendly ones, and our skin gives back to them too. We actually have on our skin nutrients for the microbes. For example, we have oils in our skin, sweat. Yum, oil and sweat. Which brings us back to the stink. There are bacteria in your mouth that love to eat the food that gets stuck between your teeth. Broccoli particles, sugar molecules. Oh, oh some tiny bits of cheese. <laughs> what a feast. And when these bacteria break down foods, they keep the parts they need for energy. Mine, mine, mine. All the energy is mine. Mine, mine, mine. All the energy is mine. Mine, mine, mine. All the and energy the rest? is mine. <laughs> eh. You can have that. Bacteria expel waste in the form of a gas. And sometimes that gas doesn't smell very good. You can have that. Bacteria in your guts do the same thing. That's what makes farts. So wait, does that mean stinky breath is sort of like mouth farts? You can have that. It's best not to think too hard on it. This is delicious. I love living in your mouth. Mine, mine, mine. All the energy is mine. The same thing mine, is happening mine. on your feet and in your armpits, too. But since the source of the food and the environment of those body parts are a little different, they attract different kinds of bacteria. And those bacteria produce different kinds of smells. Yeah, us feet bacteria only like eating the stuff around your tootsies. That mouth stuff is gross. Mm, you're both gross. Eating armpit things is the only civilized way to be. Uh, making energy, releasing gas, this is the life. But all of our microbiomes aren't exactly the same. Here's Dr. Heidi Kong again. What our studies have shown is each of us is a bit different from each other. So what might be found on one person may not be the exact same bacteria that is found on another person. But we also know that for individuals that live together. Sometimes they can share microbes that are found on their skin, so they may have some common microbes just because they live with each other or might be um, touching skin and so, or shaking hands or hugging. And so because of that, there are likely some bacteria or other microbes that go from one person to another. So you might have the same eyes as your mom, and the same bacteria on your feet. Speaking of feet, the bacteria there love to feast on oil and sweat. And different people have different amounts of sweat. Your shoes, socks, and the weather can play a role in foot smells too. And when your feet really work up a funk, it's usually because a few types of microbes have spread far and wide across the foot, like an army taking over a kingdom. Oh, that reminds me of this recent episode of my favorite fantasy TV drama. Check it out. Somewhere in the kingdom of Footsteros. There's a stink in the land and it's getting worse. Yes, Queen Tootsie. I smell it too. It's the smell of bad tidings. No, Prince Plantar Fasciitis. It's bacteria. <coughs> Stink-producing bacteria. They've taken over the kingdom of Footsteros. Might as well be the kingdom of... Festeros. Pew. <laughs> Milady, how did this happen? Winter. Winter came. So? Don't you know anything about feet? When winter comes, the kingdom of Footstros is shrouded in thick socks and shielded in large boots for months on end. Ah, yes, of course. But 
Why again? To protect our dear friends from frostbite, like John Toe and the other toes of the Right's Watch. And the Left's Watch. Really, to protect the toes that watch both feet. Both, both are important. Yes, and also importantly, boots look cool. They do. But those bacteria, they feed on sweat and oil. When we're covered in thick socks and heavy boots, Footstros gets hot and sweaty. Airflow is low. Indeed. The land has been quite moist, milady. And we are in the same boot. Day in and day out, allowing sweat and dead skin to build up. Yes, like that time Footstros was constantly wearing a soccer cleat. Great floods of sweat back then, egads! It is a little-known fact that on average, a foot kingdom like ours has 25,000 sweatlands and makes about one cup of sweat a day. I prefer one goblet of sweat. It's a little more my style. Oh, whatever. The boot we're in rarely lets in fresh air. And it's worn so much it never fully dries out. So those wretched bacteria have been feeding day after day, building the ranks, making bad stanks. So what shall we do, Your Highness? I have a plan. We must cut off their food source. We must regularly wash footstrokes. I took a bath once. It was horrifying. We must also change the socks frequently so they never carry too much sweat. And I shall slay the socks with my sword. No, you shall wash the socks, all of them, with hot water, preferably, to kill any bacteria. And we shall air out the boots. Eventually, the stink microbes will die back to manageable numbers. And more favorable, less stinky bacteria will help reset the balance of Footstros. Then the funk shall be finished. Huzzah! Footstros will rise again. Will the queen's plan work? Will she be able to reduce the sweat and cut that foot stank down to size? Tune in next week to find out. Do you smell that? What? It smells like... Yes, the mystery sound. Are you ready, Lilia? Yes. All right, here it is. It's very short, so I think we should hear it at least one more time. It sounds like a, um, a lawnmower starting. Ooh, excellent guess. Well, we're going to be back with the answer in just a bit. Right now, we're working on a series all about feelings, and we want your help. We want to know what certain emotions feel like to you. Like Lilia, what does it feel like in your body when you're happy? Um, when I'm happy, it feels light, and like I want to, you know, move around as much as I can, like jump around and kind of dance. I feel very similar when when I'm happy. I just want to like dance and move and like do some jumping jacks, which I don't normally want to do. (laughs) So listeners, we'd love to hear what it feels like in your body when you're happy. You can send those answers to brainson.org slash contact, or you could also tell us what it feels like when you're nervous or sad or angry. All the feels. Send them to us at brainson.org slash contact. That's where you can also send us your mystery sounds, drawings, high fives, and questions. Like this one. Hi, I am from Bolton, Massachusetts, and my question is, why do stink bugs stink? 
We'll answer that one during the moment of um at the end of the show. And I'll read the most recent list of names to be added to the Brains Honor Roll. Is the science of stinky stuff important to you and your family? If so, parents, please support Brains On. We're a nonprofit program and we need your help to keep doing what we do. Please go to brainson.org slash donate and give any amount. Every cent helps us answer more questions. Thanks and high fives. Keep listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Sitka Seafood Market. Seafood is a great source of long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, which can support heart health. Salmon is one of my favorite foods, and so it's so delightful when a box of amazing quality, beautiful salmon arrives at my door. Sitka Seafood Market sources from small boat fishermen and community-based processors that take great care to provide the highest quality seafood that is wild-caught, sustainably, and ethically harvested. And one of the best parts is Sitka Seafood Market offers a variety of flexible subscriptions that can come monthly or every other month. It's super convenient, so if you're going on vacation, you can pause or you can cancel any time. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Go to SitkaSeafoodMarket.com and use code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com, promo code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. You're listening to Brains On from American Public Media. I'm Lilia. And I'm Molly. So we just learned about where these body smells come from. Thanks, bacteria. No relief. Thank you. You're so helpful. We love our microbes here at Brains On, and that's made us wonder. Why is it that we find these body odors so unpleasant? We've asked neuroscientist Rachel Hers to help us figure it out. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Lilia. You judged a rotten sneaker contest. Can you tell us about that? I have had the fortune, so to speak, of doing this for a number of years. And what this contest is about is it's kids from around the country, ages 8 to 15, and they come together in New York City at Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum at Times Square. And I get to stick my nose as close as I possibly can manage into their sneakers and sniff what they've been doing, and it's pretty disgusting. (laughs) That smells, that sounds really stinky. (laughs) It is really stinky, (laughs) but I survive. (laughs) How did you judge the smells? 
Well, it's kind of a gut reaction and what I also like to call the trifecta of terrible, which has to do with a combination of really bad smells, in my opinion. So one of the smells I find particularly gross is rotten fish. And often the kids who've been, you know, have gotten to this level of the contest have been wading through streams or fishing. And so they have a lot of fishy smells in their sneakers. Another smell, which I really don't like, is chicken poop. And often these kids are from farm. <laughs> And so they often have chicken poop smell. And then there's the sort of brew from both sweat and dirt and possibly, you know, dog poop. <laughs> there's usually a sort of a third mystery factor that's a combination of different things. And so those three elements typically go into creating a concoction that's pretty awful. Why do we find body odors like stinky feet or armpits or breath to be gross? Well, we consider them to be gross because they are emanations of other people's bodies. And when we think about other people's bodies, we find that their secretions are generally disgusting because of the potential for them contaminating us. And this is related to being careful about not getting diseases. So where this comes from is the avoidance of getting sick, which might happen if we're in close contact with other people. And their smells, for example, even though we don't get sick from their smells, could be an indication to us that the person is either not clean or not healthy. And we don't want to be in contact with people who are unclean or unhealthy. Interesting. Do all humans find these smells gross or does it vary from person to person? Well, that's a great question. And actually, it does generally vary from person to person in terms of what are the specific smells that we may find gross. However, when it comes to other people and smelling their body odor or their foot odor and armpit odor and things like that, we generally find, like I said before, the other to be offensive. Now, that being said, part of it has to do with your culture and your diet. So for example, if you have a diet that's rich in garlic and spices and things like that, and if you smell those odors coming from other people, you might actually like those smells because they represent people from your community or your ethnic group or representing the foods that you love. But if you're not familiar with those smells and you don't eat those kinds of foods, then that could be a signal that those people aren't like you and that could be more of a turn off, unfortunately. So does that mean that we don't find our own feet or armpits to smell bad as much? We definitely do not consider our own smells to be anywhere near as bad as other people's. Um, and the other thing is that we tend to be adapted or habituated to our own body odor in particular. So that is, we can't really smell ourselves anymore because we are exposed to how we smell constantly. And any smell that we're constantly exposed to, we actually stop being able to detect. So that's another reason why, for instance, in the more positive side of things, People who use a perfume or a cologne every day, they can't smell that either because they just put it on every day. And because of that fact, their noses have actually gotten adapted to that smell and they're not detecting it anymore. Thanks for talking with us, Rachel. Well, thank you for asking me questions. It was great to talk to you. Let's go back to that mystery sound. Here it is again. Let's hear it one more time. Any new thoughts after hearing it again? Well, um, I still think it's a, a lawnmower starting. 
or something close to that. But it, in the beginning, it sounds more like rustling or something. Mm. Yes, a very tricky sound. Here is the answer. Hi, my name is Sadie. I'm from Seattle, Washington. The sound you just heard was me dropping in and my skateboard. So it was a skateboard, and dropping in means going down the ramp. So you have seen those kind of like U-shaped ramps that people will skateboard on? Yeah. So it's when you're at the top of it, and you tip up your skateboard, and then you go down. Here is Sadie describing it. Dropping in is when I start on the tail and rear wheels, then lean forward to put the nose down. I have been skateboarding for three years. My, my favorite thing about skateboarding is the feeling of rolling on the board. Have you ever been skateboarding? No. Seems fun. My friends love it. Yeah, it seems like really fun and probably makes your socks a little sweaty. Yep. <laughs> and maybe your feet a little stinky. The bacteria that produce stinky smells love places that are dark, damp, and warm. That's why they might be more likely to live on your feet than on, say, the back of your hand. So naturally, these bacteria love armpits. Love is a strong word. And 100% accurate, pits are perfection. And in your armpits, there are two different kinds of sweat glands. One is called an eccrine sweat gland. These make sweat even when you're very little, and its main job is to keep you cool. The other kind is called an apocrine sweat gland. These glands produce sweat when you're stressed out. And these ones don't start making sweat until your body starts changing from a kid's body into a grown-up one. Apocrine sweat is like the caviar of sweat. It's delicious, refined, and well-balanced. Ah. <sighs> And it's the sweat from these glands, the grown-up apocrine glands, that are responsible for the stink. Some of the kinds of bacteria that like to eat this kind of sweat make a very pungent byproduct called thia alcohol. Thia alcohols. Hard to spell. Easy to smell. Here, take a whiff. They kind of have an oniony odor. When bodies start making these smells, people will often start wearing deodorant. Some of these deodorants work by wiping out the bacteria living in your armpits. After everything we've done for you, this, this is how you repay us? But as scientists learn more about all the good things bacteria in our skin microbiome do, they're trying to come up with new types of deodorant, maybe something that would make us less stinky without harming the microbes that live on our bodies. Very much appreciated. Now, shall we make peace over a nice bottle of apocrine sweat? I think I have a 2008... Hypno noir around here somewhere. Ah, yes. Simply divine. The stinky smells that you detect on your breath, feet, and armpits are made by bacteria. And our bodies are covered in all sorts of bacteria and other microbes. They make up our microbiome and it helps us in all sorts of ways we're just starting to understand. That's it for this episode. Brains On is produced by Mark Sanchez, Sandin Totten, and Molly Bloom. Manika Wilhelm is our fellow, and her feet smell like wisteria blossoms. We had production help from Christina Lopez, Mitchell Johnson, and BD Zhang, and engineering help from Veronica Rodriguez and John Miller. Many thanks to Mindy and Chad Rieger, Luke Burbank, Andrew Walsh, Tracy Mumford, Rosie DuPont, Doug Johnson, and Taylor Kaufman. 
Now, before we go, it's time for a moment of um. My question is, why do stink bugs stink? My name is Ricky Lara. I study a cool group of insects known as stink bugs at the University of California. There are more than 4,000 species of stink bugs in the world. Altogether, they are known for their notorious smell, and that's what I'm here to answer. What puts the stink in stink bugs? Stink bugs naturally produce different scents as part of their communication with organisms around them. Some of those scents are chemicals that are part of their defense mechanism that kicks in when they sense a quote-unquote predator is near them. For example, when you approach a typical adult stink bug in the field that's sitting on a plant, the stink bug will avoid the encounter by dropping to the ground or flying away and also releasing an odorous chemical from scent glands on its body. In general, these chemicals are harmless to humans, but it's always a good idea to wash your hands after handling them. Now that you know why stink bugs stink, you might be wondering if they taste just as bad as they might smell. So how do they taste? Stink bugs are a good source of protein for humans, and you'll be surprised to know that there are actually recipes for chocolate chip stink bug cookies, and even for stink bugs in salsa to pair with your favorite chips. That sounds appetizing, doesn't it? Um, um, um. I'll tell you one thing that doesn't stink. It's this list of names. This is the brain's honor roll. This is how we thank all the brilliant minds who shared their ideas, questions, drawings, and mystery sounds with us. Joshua from San Antonio, Texas, Daniel, Lila, and Rose from London, England, Xander from Oakland, California, Cecilia, Teddy, and Gus from Charleston, South Carolina, Owen and Arlo from Fargo, Zoe from Franklin, Indiana, Freya from Akron, Ohio, Holden from Shady Cove, Oregon, Charlie from Sammamish, Washington, Camilla from Berkeley, California, Leaf from Chico, California, Julius from Hamburg, Germany, Daniel from Farmer City, Illinois, Alex and Eli from Bridgewater, Virginia, Arturo and Emma from Tucson, Arizona, Owen from Washington, D.C., Ben from Wexford, Pennsylvania, Yasmin from Melbourne, in Australia, Desi from Boulder, Colorado, Philippa from Darwin, Australia, Thad from Fort Collins, Colorado, Grayson and Everly from Irvine, California, Elara from North Vancouver, Cade from Atchison, Kansas, Alec from Sunnyvale, California, Jasper, Casey, Nala, and Hatim from Calgary, Eli from Amherst, New Hampshire, Royce from Eagle River, Wisconsin, Layla and Amira from New Fairfield, Connecticut, Robbie and Eleanor from Bellevue, Washington, Sam and Max from Rockville, Maryland, Roman from Crofton, Maryland, Emmy from Salt Lake City, Jonas from Ipswich, Massachusetts, Eleanor from Carborough, North Carolina, Ren from Dallas, Ian from Orlando, Ara from Milwaukee, Rusty and Dottie from Dayton, Ohio, Noah from Calgary, John from Charlotte, North Carolina, Matthias, Isaiah, and Josiah from Newton, Massachusetts, Molly and Grace from Hoppet Kong, New Jersey, Josiah from Santan Valley, Arizona, Ian from Denver, Evan from Foster City, California, Sella Grace and Temple from Murphy, North Carolina, William from Harker Heights, Texas, Kira, Amelia, and Susanna from San Jose, California, Logan from Layton, Utah, Polly and Cebu from Canberra, Australia, April and Charlie from Montreal, Samuel and Jacob from Hendersonville, Tennessee, Key from Meridian, Idaho, Anna and Charlie from Rochester, New York, and Calvin from Minneapolis. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.